This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Nick Kuvalis, that's a name that uh, comes up in Toronto more than now and then. He's been behind uh, some interesting political campaigns. Um, Mayor Rob Ford would be a good example. Uh, Premier Doug Ford would be an example. Peter Sherman would be an example. But there are many, many, many more. And uh, Nick is a principal at a company called Campaign Research, which uh, when it's not running campaigns or when, when Nick is not out running campaigns, does an awful lot of research where they do scientific polling to find out what either corporate clients think or uh, stuff that goes out into the public that is for your consumption. And he's got some interesting news. First of all, welcome Nick Cavallis. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm great. And I'm glad that you're with me today. I know that you've done some polling that has uh, an awful lot to do with the education situation and uh, a little bit of something to do with the uh, PC government of Doug Ford situation. Why don't we deal with that first? You found that, um, can I say Doug has kind of bottomed out? He's coming back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the numbers, and uh, and then we'll get into why. Yeah, look, I mean, right now, you know, if an election were held today, our polling suggests that Doug Ford would get about one-third of the votes that would be cast. And, uh, you know, for your viewers, they, he got 40%. He got four out of ten voters um, when he got his majority government. So he's not where he was, but uh, he is not that far away from where he was. But he was down as low as, I think, uh, 25% uh, at one point, right? Yeah, that's right. So this is a return? Yes. Okay, absolutely. so there's got to be a reason for this, and and I know Nick Kuvalis. What's the reason? Well, look, from what I can tell, um, the teachers who are fighting with the government and the teacher union bosses that have a specific, you know, axe to grind with the premier. Um, I think from what I can see from this polling, like this one that you're talking about today and one that I did two weeks ago for the Toronto Star, they've inadvertently helped Doug Ford get his numbers and his approval ratings back up with their behavior and the job actions that they're doing. Well, I've taken a look at the poll as uh, as I was preparing for the show a couple of hours ago, and I saw a couple of things that uh, really kind of turned my head around. One of them is you asked a question about whether or not citizens of Ontario want to see uh, teaching turned into an essential service. Talk about that. Yeah, so we did a we did a big study, uh, and we talked about all the different components in a logical order in our survey and at the end of the survey once the respondents have had a chance to really consider class sizes and e-learning and wage increases uh, and merit-based hiring for supply teachers and so on and so forth at the end we ask them you know we tell them about what an essential service is police firefighters but we also give them the example of the toronto transit commission Back in 2011, Dalton McGuinty's government made them an essential service at the request of City Council and Mayor Rob Ford. And so then we asked people if they think public education should be an essential service, which would mean that teachers could no longer strike. They could still carry on work-to-rule campaigns and do other, take on other job actions. They just wouldn't be able to strike. And just over half of Ontario voters are saying, yes, we would like them to be an essential service. 
Uh, and just over one quarter of Ontario voters are saying, no, we don't think that's the right way to go. So the vast majority, and the interesting thing in looking, I can't, I, this is not TV, so I can't hold it up to the camera, but uh, I'm looking at all demographics, in other words, all age groups and all areas of the province of Ontario, uh, and both genders, male and female, saying, yep, essential service. Yeah, when you have something like that where it's 60 to 30 or, or 25 to 50, where it's 2 to 1, um, usually you'll see that right across all age and gender demographics and all regions. Okay, let's move to something else that's controversial. There are three, we are told anyway, that there are three major bones of contention in, in what's going on with the teachers. One is uh, the issue of class size. I think that's the biggest one. Another is e-learning and taking two courses over the duration of your high school career. And the last one, of course, is the business of 1% is the maximum raise you're going to get for three years of a contract when uh, it is said generally and accepted that the teachers would like to see two. Um, You've discovered that, uh, for the most part, Ontarians think the 1% is fine. We can talk about the others in a moment. Yeah, that, that's right. So, you know, the three issues, like you said, that are being talked about the most, um, the government does very, very well and has a lot of support at keeping the teachers at an inc uh, a wage increase of 1%. So, you know, just what does that really mean in dollars? You know, about $900 on average for an OSSTF teacher. That, that, that the government's offered that. We'll give you 900 bucks this year, next year, the year after. Uh, every year we'll give you about 900 bucks, a little bit more than that, as a raise. And the teachers are saying, no, they want more than that. They want about 2%, which is, you know, going to be closer to $2,000 a year. And... Over half the population, over half the voters in Ontario support the government's position on that. Okay, so let's go to the other two, which are, uh, they, they garner less support, but they're rather interesting. It looks to me like if you went to the e-learning issue, the two courses during high school, pretty well across the board, Ontarians say, no. Am I correct? That's right. If you ask a straight-up question, which we do at the outset of the survey, do you support here's what the government's offered on e-learning, here's what the teachers say, who do you support? The teachers win that two to one. It's close to 60% saying no, 30% saying yes. But when you, at the end of the survey, when you say to people, okay, look, if you had to force the teachers and the government of Ontario to sit down and work this out and get a deal, with respect to e-learning, what do you think the best way forward is? And, you know, um, about 40%, 4 out of 10 voters say they're with the teachers, no e-learning. Um, but, but only 5% say they don't know. So the other 50%, 55% are saying something else. Like there's some room here for compromise. You maybe do one e-learning course, perhaps only do it if the parents opt in. One of the arguments the teachers are making is not every student in Ontario has access to high-speed Internet. And perhaps in northern rural communities, there's no access, even though it's not a poverty issue. And then when it comes to the poverty issue, a lot of kids may not have this. So, so I think the teachers make a good argument. It's definitely the one that they do the best on. And um, the government probably needs to put some water in their wine on this one. But if the teachers think they're just going to get no e-learning and no introduction of the concept of e-learning at all, I think they're wrong. The government does have 
enough support here to hold its ground and just make some changes. Which probably is behind, well, I know you think it's behind uh, the, the bump up for Doug. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think so. I think the biggest one pulling him up and his government up is the 1% increase. But the class sizes is fascinating too, right? Yeah. Can we go into it? I, I was going to ask you about it. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, the class sizes is fascinating. So the government initially said they want to make the average class size 28. The teacher said 22 and a half. The public was really much more in favor of the teacher position. So the government changed and said, okay, they want to make it 25. So we, we asked about this at the start of the survey. And about one-third, 35% of people are with the teachers on this one. They say class sizes should be stay where they are. The average class size should be 22 and a half students. But about 22%, one in five, say, no, no, the government of Ontario is right. We want class sizes to go up to 25. And what's really interesting is that the most people, 37%, are somewhere in between. More than 22 and a half, but less than 25. And so if they just saw it down the middle, make the average class size 23.75, and you'll make the most people happy. Not the teachers and not the government, but the most, most of the voters would be happy. So, you know, if the, if the government says 24 and the teachers are willing to go to 23, they can saw it off at 23 and a half, and you have a deal. No more. So stuff. if you had 23 and a half, and you said, okay, we'll delay on the uh, on the computer learning, and but we're holding to one percent, you'd pretty well have consensus on the part of the voters of Ontario, even if you didn't with the teachers. Are you saying that? Oh, you would have you would get majority support. I I believe that if the four governments said, okay, teachers. You keep saying this is about classroom sizes and about e-learning. Fine. We'll meet you at 23 and a half. So it's only going to go up one. We're going to do one e-learning or we're going to do two e-learning, but only for parents who say yes or only for university track students. But we're keeping you at 1%. I think the teachers would have a big problem. I mean, they would probably reject it and still keep their strike going. But I think the teachers would have a problem. They would lose public support fast. Interesting poll, and I have no doubt that it's being looked at uh, under a microscope over at Queen's Park. Thank you, Nick. Okay, great. Thank you. Great to have you aboard. Nick Kubalis, who is a principal at Campaign Research. I'm Peter Sherman, in for John Oakley, and this is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 